Good evening and welcome to The Big Fight, a show that is young at 22, the oldest running debate show on Indian news television. I'm Sankir Sankar. Now, last week, the utterances of BJP spokespersons Nupur Sharma and Naveen Jindal created an international uproar. India was questioned by Muslim nations. And 10 days after those comments to a private TV station, the BJP took action, sacked its commentators. But since then, another polarized debate on hate speech has begun. An FIR has been lodged, not just against BJP's own, but it has a great number of others as well. The Delhi police is being accused of indulging in a balancing act. This includes Mr. Asaduddin OAC also. Many people in the TV space and even otherwise say that whoever will spew venom and spread hate, action will be taken. Now today's show is a little different though, associated but different. You see, all of this starts because hate has become normalized on television news. Day in and day out, dial a comment Maulanas, which are also in television lingo called dial a bite Maulanas and dial a bite pundits, come to TV studios, sit in the guest relations room, share some small talk, and then the moment the camera says action, all hell breaks loose. And as soon as the debate ends, the Maulana and pundit, they exchange pleasantries, have tea, invite one another to functions, sometimes even share the same cab back to their respective destinations. We call this the hate-for-profit media fix match. It may appear comical, but this is no joke because the impact to the society is devastating. So while we take action against the motor mouths, how about reigning in hate-for-profit media, which has normalized hate in the name of free speech? Should hate debates and hate news be normalized in this country? A casual abuse here or there, a casual slap here or there, a casual assault here or there, a casual insult here or there. Let's nip it in the bun. End this fixed match in the hate for profit media. Let me kickstart this discussion. This is a very important discussion that we are having on the big fight. Shivam Vij is the contributing editor of the print. Dr. Suman C. Raman, political analyst and a commentator. Kota Nilima, author and a researcher, has done a great degree uh, of work on hate-for-profit media. Sudhendra Kulkarni, noted author and columnist. Jaydeep Mazumdar, associate editor of the Swaraj magazine. Deshatan Nigam, political analyst, uh, supports the uh, RSS and the BJP. is also a noted lawyer of the Supreme Court. Thank you very much. Let's begin with what we call is the first punch where all of you get uninterrupted one minute time for your opening comments. Shivam Vij, will begin with you. Your time starts now. Hi, Sankit. Thank you for uh, uh, having this very important discussion. I think um, you will remember that some time ago in 2019, an Indian news channel was briefly taken off air and fined around 20,000 pounds in UK by the UK Broadcasting Regulator called Ofcom um, or the Office of Communications. And part of their brief, Ofcom's brief, is to look at hate speech. My very simple question is, is it not time for us to have an autonomous, independent broadcasting regulator? Because clearly self-regulation uh, self has failed. Self-regulation on Indian news TV has failed. 
at the same time i am not asking for active uh, intervention of the imp ministry on every single debate because that will raise issues of censorship and political uh, and politicization i am asking for a independent for an independent regulator for tv news made by a law of parliament headed by maybe retired supreme court judges to look at these issues you know because all sides claim this there is hate speech it's not one side so Correct. let an independent regulator legally assess claim the hate speech okay and if a channel errs then find them if there is a moranar pandit as you were rightly saying who regularly offends because that is his job right that is why he can gets invited on tv yeah then the regulator can say this guy cannot be invited on any debate okay right Okay, okay. I'm going to come back to you, Shivam. Which your one minute time is over, and it's interesting that you came up with suggestions because we are going to divide this uh, this debate and this discussion on identifying the problem, which I think is fairly uh, self-explanatory, and then also offering solutions uh, according to you guys, uh, moral, ethical solutions, and legal solutions. Right now, what Shivam Vij has suggested is a is an important regulatory solution. Now, whether that will work or not, or will that create a Uh, a sort of a uh, uh, you know super super cop on all uh, television channels because that has been the contention each time uh, there is a conversation on uh, there being a regulator some opening comments of everyone uh, dr suman c raman yeah saket so, uh, the fundamental thing that we need to understand is that hate speech in india today has started to pay now who is it paying the for it is paying for those who indulge in hate speech it is paying off for the channels who are broadcasting these hate speech contests almost on a daily basis and uh, uh, it is it is uh, also paying off for a selected group of politicians who benefit from the result of hate speech so the first objective should be to try to see how we can make hate speech not uh, hate speech has to have a price it should not be profitable so that is a fundamental issue that we need to look at what happens why do people want to say outrageous things on television they want to say it because a it gets them noticed within a particular political party or an entity or an organization which then enables them to climb the political ladder look at the perversity of this somebody who makes such statements should actually be punished by the party unfortunately they are being rewarded by the parties they are being rewarded by the organizations with greater uh, positions of power and influence and that is the fundamental issue if hate speech was not good for your political career if hate speech was not profitable for you i don't see anybody uh, wanting to indulge in hate speech so i think we need to tackle those two issues and Okay. certainly the mainstream media sure. is to a very large extent culpable because they are laughing all the way to the bank allowing these hate speeches at the same time the only ones who lose are the people of this country exactly. and that okay. equation has okay. to change okay one minute uh, opening time is over so you are saying that basically this incentive around spreading hate has to go and it should be uh, punishable not profitable i think that's an important point that has been made miss kota neelima Thank you, Sanket, and thank you for giving us a glimpse of what happens uh, beyond the cameras in a in a studio between a Molana and a pundit. This kind of information is not accessible to the audience, so that's a very important uh, opening remark by you. 
uh, one important thing is that how why would governments regulate anything which helps them to distract and divert from issues which are going to land them in trouble. For instance, the kind of research we have done is about 3 lakh seconds of footage on just the coverage uh, during the days when there was a price hike or uh, on fuel and LPG. And we see that never more than 10% of time on any prime time debate, this is like dozens of channels across the country we uh, uh, studied, was given to the issues of price rise or, uh, you know, the LPG fuel hike on, on particular days. We have that data. Now, why would, why would government, they have a vested interest in the communal agenda. That is something which we see. Now, what, what is to be done is obviously empower the audience so they understand that this is the agenda which is being pushed and they do not, uh, uh, they do not respond to it in the kind of polarization we see in the society okay. and the nation. That, I think, is very sure. essential and that's exactly sure. what we'll, we We'll discuss the, the problem and the solutions in greater detail as we go along. Opening comments of Mr. Sudhindra Kulkarni now. Your first punch, Mr. Kulkarni. Sanket, there has never been so much degeneration in the Indian media as we have seen in the last eight years. And all this is happening because of uh, a very conscious decision by the government of the day to polarize society and use the media for this purpose. Of course, there are honorable exceptions like NDTV, but there are many television channels in Hindi, English too, and regional languages that have become the handmaiden of the ruling party to advance its political agenda to divide society, to create hate, and it's not hate for profit, it is poison for profit. They're spreading poison. If someone were to sell poison as uh, Amrit, let's say the Food and Drug Administration of the country would immediately haul them up, jail them, but no action is being taken okay. against this uh, Peddler poison, poison for profit media. I think that's a, that's, that's a new word. Uh, that's a new word Mr. Kulkarni has coined. Because uh, we strongly stand against hate for profit media. Uh, and I think uh, uh, we are far beyond hate now. This is poisonous. Jaydeep Mazunda, your opening comments, sir. Uh, I will uh, go a step further from what uh, Shivam has said. And uh, I would say like uh, impose very, very strong penalties on uh, not only on the TV channels, but also on the people who appear on the TV channels and indulge in uh, sort of hateful speech, which is extremely hurtful, uh, you know, many communities, sections of society, etc. And this, the body, the, 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 uh, the regulatory body that uh, Shiva was talking about, in order to, uh, you know, impo have checks and balances, uh, maybe have a, uh, a parliamentary committee uh, uh, comprising all, all, all pol political parties to oversee the uh, and and the judiciary as well to oversee the committee. But the first thing is not only to uh, just mere penalties won't help. You know, if you uh, uh, just to take a, a, a case like if you impose um, a, a one lakh rupee fine on a particular TV channel and they are um, um, uh, you know they, they will be uh, profiting on say ten lakhs. So it doesn't matter at all. So the the penalties should be very stiff. 
the channels should be taken off air for a period of time and the people who appear on on the channels who hmm. who spread those uh, that aid they should be completely banned from appearing in all you know mr majumdar as as we go along we'll discuss this further there are very strict rules for television channels extremely strict rules but the point is they still operate with some form of impunity there are very very strict rules of the ministry of information broadcasting but then you know there'll be this whole dynamic of uh, freedom of speech violation uh, which which must be questioned and uh, also uh, vindictive action deshatan nigam your opening comments sanket in fact if you look at the environment uh, the hate speeches or whatever the fake news was going on since quite a f- lot of uh, you know decades before what happened in 2014 the other side also got a voice the voice which was earlier suppressed and there was a leftist and communist narrative which was already going on i have never approved of the you know hate speeches uh, the kind of words which are being used today nor i have ever indulged into it but the fact remains one has to see a very balanced point of view and there are channels with which spread fake news and hate, hate uh, speeches in a in a manner like with a smile and and, and quietly also so what is to be seen is the content not Uh, and the manner both and secondly let me also point out hate speech has not been defined in in any of our penal laws first it has to be codified and defined and secondly let me tell you that uh, the regulation is a evolutionary process earlier there was regulations then the concept of a self regulation came in uh, 2021 through ethics code now government is also mulling about you know bringing it some something in between self regulation and independent regulation probably that some discussion is going on and which i read in the media and probably we'll be moving a step ahead are we there okay. for an independent regulator or not or we require do we require okay. such okay i i think a very very not? important point has been made by mr deshatan nigam and suman si raman i want to come to you he says that first of all for the media let us start with the definition define what is hate speech do you think that hate speech has been defined categorically my feeling is that the indian law defines it you have sections and provisions in the law that define what is hate speech sanket uh, with due respect i don't believe that it is feasible or possible for us to define hate speech without leaving some level of ambiguity in any definition that we can come up with which means that we leave the door open for the discretionary power of the authorities or the regulators now the problem with quote unquote regulation is that who will regulate how objective is the regulator going to be and in the case of so many institutions which are literally now supposedly independent but covering in fear of the government uh, one more regulator i do not see uh, you know serving any purpose except to further parrot or to the government line mm. so there is going to be a problem this is not about purely defining things this is about having a truly independent body and if you cannot have a truly independent um, statutory bodies like even the election commission or the cbi or so many others so how will you have a what is a guarantee that you are going to have a regulatory body that is independent for uh, uh, you know, Bich, for supervising would you like to weigh in because you you were the original proposer of a body uh sanket you said nobody wants a super cop and of course journalists don't want more regulation why should they but i think 
the water has gone above the danger level mark and we cannot not have our body anymore as you rightly pointed out we have very stringent rules and laws against uh, tv channels news channels in the imb ministry it's called the code of conduct uh, which the government has very strong powers right but one reason why the government doesn't use the power apart from whatever political motives there may be is because every time the government wants to use them it looks like heavy handed censorship the imb ministry is coming down on tv channels it will always look selective it will always look political that is why i am saying we need an autonomous underline autonomous 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 cbi is not autonomous uh, how do you ensure right. uh, the autonomous uh, nature <laughs> that's, that's mean, the point ha- how is the election commission of india autonomous they have constitutional autonomy hmm. right uh, we need a hate speech regulator not just for tv news but also social media so a constitutionally right? autonomous media body you, you see sankit that uh, sort of an kota nilima You, you, you just one second sanket you also yeah. rightly said that we have enough laws in the ipc to take care of these matters mm. but the volume of speech in an age of media explosion is so much that we need a daily regulator a quasi judicial body mm. to take care of the complaints he gets a complaint examine it disposes of the complaint correct correct kota nilima i want to know from you in your assessment yeah mr majumdar i'll come to you Uh, Ms. Kota Nilima, how do you ensure uh, that this this scale that has tilted towards uh, what Mr. Kulkarni calls poison po- for profit debates? And you know, I'm. Uh, you said that. Uh, thank you for letting us know what happens behind the scenes. I can let you know a number of things. It is it is extremely normalized. I'm sure all our panelists over here, who at one point used to regularly visit TV newsrooms. uh used to sit in the august gathering and company of these molanas and pandits and dialabite uh, uh sorry to say some of them ex army men also uh ex service men who who are extremely normal human beings of air but you switch on the camera and something happens to them it's it's almost like an act kota nilima how how are we going to have a regulatory body to control these kind of statements exactly my point it can't be done first of all these are as as uh, kulkarni ji said it, it it is for profit of a certain kind whether in kind or in you know in other ways and governments get to gain from these agendas because they divert and distract so yes a regulatory body which defines hate speech it is it is necessary it should be there but i don't think it is going to be very successful and i also wanted to talk about the structuring of hate speech now it is very possible i mean yes it it is a very uh, nebulous idea it's a very difficult idea but our research shows that there are ways in which you can analyze we do for instance anchor language analysis we do topic language analysis in in our institute so there are ways in which you can identify hate speech have markers and ensure that the media doesn't cross them now that can bring certain level of autonomy and regulation to you know the concept of how to control hate speech but i do not believe that this communal agenda which has been pushed for years and i'm sorry to no, say no this kota nilima uh, you know here is the, the thing case. and here i would want to come in and maybe ask mr jaydeep majumdar and deshatan nigam you see uh, when you say uh, we should not have any communal agenda uh, are we saying that we do not debate anything along religious lines because again that is that is uh, 
restricting free speech. I may want to debate on religion, but I may want to have a civilized, in fact, I should have a civilized debate on religion. Who says that but you can't debate Gyan Vapi? 65% of a program, 65% of a program. It, it is possible, it is definitely desirable and always possible. One by one. Fuel has gone uh, 10 rupees, I mean. Yeah, one by one, please. Yes. No, I'm, I'm saying uh, what, what is the motive behind the debate? That is a totally different issue. How the debate itself should happen and what should be debated, this should be left in the domain of free speech. I mean, I, I may choose to debate religion, but how do I do it so that I don't spread hate? That's the point that is being made. Jaydeep Majumdar. I don't it think is, debating uh... Gyan Vapi is a problem. If it is happening in courts, why should we not debate it? Absolutely, I agree with you and it is possible to debate religion or any matter without being hurtful to uh, your fellow panelists. Sorry? No, I'm saying without being hurtful and hateful. And hateful, absolutely. So it is possible to debate. But coming back to uh, uh, one small thing uh, about the regulatory body, uh, you know, it should be absolutely autonomous, absolutely autonomous. CBI and Election Commission are not really autonomous. They should be absolutely autonomous. And the second thing is, hand out exemplary punishment so that the others, no one would dare to repeat, uh, you know, uh, what is happening in many of the channels today. No, again, who will govern such a body? Obviously, it will report to some ministry. Then there will be this fear of government regulation. You see, it's not, it's not for the first time, Mr. Sudhin Kulkarni, that something like this has been spoken about. That, you know, uh, media should be regulated, then media says no self-regulation, self-regulation does not work, another regulatory body. And then this just, we keep going round and round in circles. Some ex-judge, by the way, there are organizations, self-regulatory organizations, but clearly they don't seem to be effective. And then, of course, media organizations are free to form their own regulatory body, which has happened. You've got a splinter group also. Then they have their own set of rules that suit them. You will never have everyone on the same page. Then how do you stop this hate? I would say, don't you think that eventually the answer is legal, a legal remedy? Define hate speech, take action against hate speech. Do you think the solution is, uh, Sudhin Kulkarni, do you think that the solution is a policing solution or an ethical solution? Ankit, the real solution is when the real regulator performs his duty. Hmm. And the real regulator is the government, the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting, which issues licenses to television channels. Now, here is a government that wants hate speech to happen, Hmm. hate propaganda to happen, because there are two profits here. One is profit for the television channel, but there is also political profit to the government. Hmm. And that is why the government encourages these propagandists to continue hate propaganda. And let us put it very clearly. It's not, you know, we should, we should in defining what is hate propaganda, in today's context, it is hate for the Muslim minority. Hmm. That is what is happening today. And it's not just Maulanas and Pandits. It is the anchors. Mm. It is the other people. It is spokespersons of the ruling party who are indulging in this. Mm. And 
all this is happening it's not that the prime minister doesn't know the home minister doesn't know the information broadcasting minister doesn't know but they are letting it happen because it helps them by profit. polarizing society profit in terms the of money and profit uh, politically that's the point yes. that you're making okay shivam which wanted to come in and deshatran you sir, see government sir, sir. government and what steps the government may take there'll be a question on uh, how the government brought back this rating system i'm not saying there should be no currency to judge uh, how effective or how much you are being watched by the way barc rating is an advertising tool not an editorial tool sadly it has been made a function of your editorial performance and also a very faulty system has been brought back and superimposed by the government again ndtv Sanjay. does not participate in bark for these very reasons shivam vij and then deshatan nigam sanjit i am glad you mentioned ratings because i was going to say that when we say poison for profit or hate for profit i would like to underline the word profit and it is not just political profit media is a business and these channels the reason why they have this hate is because whether you like it or whether you don't like it you're going to be glued to the channel you're going to talk about the channel and the anchor you're going to see it in some kind of morbid fascination look what is happening look what he said and you're going to be glued to the channel and that's why that's how the trps are going to go up and more trps means more advertising so now that we understand that this is for profit we also have to see that the answer can also be in the form of hurting their profits advertisers on this channel should be shamed for supporting and and funding this hate for tv this hate for uh, profit right um similarly regulators could take action in terms of hurting their profits i, I agree that the fines have to be exemplary right you 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 can't just have a token fine um you unless you hit them where it hurts they're not going you to know, stop you know shivam they're... you are uh, appealing to the conscience of an advertiser uh, to not fund and fuel hate but Absolutely. sadly it is so yeah. cutthroat it does not work like this real life does not work like this where an advertiser will only and only look at the numbers now if you no, fix I, the currency itself absolutely there no, no doubt do? the trp rating system also has to be fixed it, it i mean it is fixed the trp rating system we know in india forever has been fixed a fixed match much like the molana pandit debate on tv yeah yeah absolutely absolutely deshatan nigam and then suman si raman one by one deshatan nigam do you feel that a government's accountability comes in to uh, not recontinue something or continues with something which they know is faulty you will have a fixed faulty system back and then you will expect that everything will fall in place obviously there are vested interests sanket in fact uh, we as a nation are known for our debate and shastrarth parampara yeah and we have debated about truth and nobody can stop debating in this country certainly not sir and we are a nation of questioning uh, and even in emergency people questioned and people questioned with all their might and power so let me tell you government it's very easy for government to bring in a regulation an independent regulatory authority but government is not doing so they went for ethics code self regulation and then finally an oversight committee which was there when the government comes into the picture at a very very late stage i can give a political spin like mr kulkarni to the entire debate but i would not do it because this is a uh, kind of a different kind of a debate that we are dealing with and i don't want to get into that kind of you know uh, that there is hate directed at the uh, muslim minorities that's the point no no 
no no what what he what he said first the muslims in uh, jamaat e ulama hinds deoband called themselves a second majority they did not call themselves a minority hmm. now the hate uh, speeches are from all across it's not uh, you know against minority and uh, what happened to the what was said about mahadev and shivling if i show you the social media posts and no, what no, was I said agree. on i agree i agree mr desh chandra so, nigam but you know the, here is a case of two wrongs making a right just no, because no, someone no, no, has, two, you two, you book the action against those motor mouth two wrongs two wrongs don't make a right but we have to that's the point we have to no i'm not saying two wrongs make a right but correct picture has to be you know put in your debate it cannot be a one sided debate uh, right? can this not happen without spewing venom without insulting religion that's the point you see uh, hey. how did this all begin uh, mr mazumdar how did this hey, all begin let me finish began let me sanket sanket let me finish let when, me finish when first. provoked let me finish sanket let me finish nupur sharma ended up saying something which sanket sanket is regretting now deshatan nigam Sank- and then mr majumdar sanket what nupur sharma said is a matter before court and i uh, rightly pointed out when the matter is before court court will ask three or four questions what was said whether what was said was truth whether she was sufficiently provoked or not and the manner in which it was said these three parameters will be tested in court then the intention would come out because in in a criminal law intention is very important now the problem arises because in our court system we have a very poor system of compensation and damages hmm. and if the compensation of system of damages and compensation was there properly enforced if anybody who has been wronged like you have in united states millions of dollars compensation is given the crimes uh, you know uh, such kind of hate crimes you know really will come down so the we have the provisions but in enforcement by the courts the systems you know delay the the so many things go on and hence the judicial reforms is intimately connected with your present debate also hmm. so the present debate also requires the overhaul overall structural changes in the system it's very easy for the government to bring in a regulator let me tell you but everybody will start shouting it's a very yeah, exactly. complex will, because uh, the, very... the manner in which it will be brought in and the environment that we are in obviously there will be questions raised you are right राजाटेड have actually ended up being politically more powerful not less but powerful but mr raman there are similar examples in other parties also no there may be there may be examples in other parties too sanket but let's face it without the ruling parties uh, benign sort of a slash <laughs> blessings this thing would clearly not be possible right that let's let's be clear and honest about it there is a problem because the ruling party does tend to look the other way if not actively encourage hate speech now the second point that this is a point which i very uh, wanted to make even earlier look we are talking about a regulator we are talking about anchors we are talking about journalists but there is a clear division in all these groups you you saw the press club of india elections 
left wing journalists versus right wing journalists oh yeah terrible. you have the uh, you have the uh, uh, journalist community which is divided oh he is or she is a liberal he or she is a right winger yeah i mean you so know this, statements like sanghi media liberal media this exactly, is very exactly. very casual so, talk these so days. when you have Labels. when you have a problem on that scale it is naive for us to believe that we can get a truly autonomous body because whether you are an anchor whether you are a journalist print journalist whether you are a regulator you are immediately deemed to be either on one side no, but or Mr. the Ramad, other here is my point i come back to the original point i may choose to have whatever philosophy whatever ideology right but can there not be uh, some sort of uh, agreement on congregation of ideas when it comes to not spreading hate let the yeah, law define yeah, hate but but that is going to require a few extremely uh, statesman like administrators to come in charge of this organization one last point let me make sanket yeah. this is regarding the you know having been to the studios for many many years one of the reasons that hate speech often happens is that there is pressure on some of these performers that is why you you will see the the maulana and the pandit actually exchange pleasantries after the show or politicians from rival parties who would have almost uh, come to blows on the show and later they would be slapping each other's backs and saying uh, you know what i great, can't great uh, show, be seen huh? to be saying this i know you're <laughs> right but i can't say it on air because my party people oh, will yeah, get angry with me oh yeah we were a number of times That is the point. That is again a point. Fact, so can I tell there is something? pressure on. Can I tell? I'll let you into a secret. I know of uh, a psychiatrist in Noida who has not named television anchors Shivam Vij, but he says that there are many television anchors who come to him to say that I believe in something else, but I am being forced to to a hateful line, and it's deeply I upsetting. Sankit, I want to know why they all uh, go to the same psychiatrist. But, no, because uh, it is in Noida, and most of these channels are in Noida. <laughs> that's, that's why it's very close to that's Film a, City, also. That's uh, that's a that, that's a great anecdote, Sankit. Uh, I think uh, I want to make one or two small points. So, firstly, those who are opposed to an independent regulator, what is your solution? Right, waiting for the government to see the light of day is not a solution. It's not going to happen anytime soon. And by any government, why will any government want to give up their power, uh, whether BJP or Congress, or e- even if, um, uh, if I may say so, even if Suman and I form a government, why will anyone want to give up the absolute power regulating media as they like when they like? Mm. the reason why i'm arguing for an independent truly autonomous regulator and i think it is possible if we fight for one if we demand one is precisely because we live in such polarized times as you were saying earlier sanghi media liberal media as we saw the differences of opinion between what are you called uh, shivam uh, one of the label that you get one of one of those one of those <laughs> um, uh, so but depending as we saw on the, the situation Oh. The, or the differences between uh, no, Mr. Nigam. Uh, uh, I'm thinking you're talking about someone else. Oh. But uh, the difference of opinion between Deshathan Nigam and Sudhir Kulkarni, they, that we just saw, right, is a reflection of the society we live in, and it will reflect. We Correct. we get the media we deserve, we get the government we deserve, we we get the politicians we deserve. But I think we can have a better regulator than what we deserve. A regulator made on the lines 
of the law of the land okay now right? i i i want to i want to bring in mr majumdar here mr majumdar you see in this case also of the spokespersons and others who went on a rant you've got 32 people who have been named in an fir so you see there is a legal provision available even as of this date there is a provision available to stop people from spreading hate where the law can kick in and it can dictate what is right or what is wrong then you can of course fight in a court of law there will be this flip side of uh, vindictive action by the police politically vindictive action by the police we know that there is a problem but do you feel that existing provisions are there which can then be applied to hate which is spread in the definition of hate as defined by indian law on television channels as well in this case we have seen that the provisions do you exist you can't be an aggregator of hate that's that's the point that i'm making the 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 provisions do exist but have they were they applied at the right time no it it took uh, a lot of uh, protests from other countries uh, from the gulf states uh, countries to actually get the government to act and uh, to sack the two spokespersons and uh, uh, by the way i mean they are national spokespersons uh, or i mean they are spokespersons of of a party of a major party why should they get provoked into uh, you know um, uh, uh, into hate speeches into saying something which is hurtful and hateful to others uh, they, um, uh, 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 provocation is no justification for hate speech i think that has to be made very clear uh, to everybody and being and every, all of us are responsible for what we say i mean why why should i respond or why should i get provoked into uh, uh, you know something which someone else is saying then i am but here is mr majumdar here is the reason why because some of the panelists over here said that it is profitable to talk like this because there is political currency in there mr kulkarni made this point uh, and and i remember a few days ago mr pawan kheda uh, and this may be his party line he says that uh yesterday's fringe can become tomorrow's mainstream and that is why it is profitable to spread hate and he gave certain political examples because we don't have political panelists on the show uh would want to elaborate further so do you think that this profitability around hate both in terms of money as well as political uh profitability both has to you have to disincentivize it how do you do that absolutely that's what i said like we should uh, very uh, easy to blame uh, a nupur sharma or a or a navin jindal what about the larger ecosystem uh, uh, absolutely so so impose exemplary costs make it extremely unprofitable for anyone but who will uh, do it the regulator the independent regulator the completely independent regulator uh, uh, with uh, which is the regulatory body should not be uh, manned by any officials ex bureaucrats or politicians make it a, a quasi judicial body keep it completely okay, independent quasi judicial body sumanth raman wants to come in what you about okay, what about making the channels liable the owners of the channels i'm sure you have seen this there are some channel owners who are pontificating about the prevalence of hate speech without realizing that a lot of it is happening on their own channels how come they are not liable how come it's only the anchor or the person who is actually making that speech look at the end of the day the buck has to stop with the owner of the channel who is allowing this to happen day after day, day. day if an Correct. incident if if it happens once yes they may have been caught unawares but night after night after night when your channel is used as a platform for spreading hate and poison in this country the buck stops with you being 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 loud 
being emotional and does also being a little uh, sometimes uh, abusive can it pass off as a function of choice or style of presenting that this is a style of someone to communicate a form of communication using a form of emotion to communicate and say the same thing somebody may want to say it smilingly somebody may want to uh, be angry or agitated and say the same thing and that's where we cross that line ket we are not discussing here the style of communication we are discussing the substance of communication Correct. and it is a substance that defines hate now we know how hate is being normalized you know as you yourself said a judge gave a you know a ruling that if hate is communicated with a smiling face it's not hate mm. i'm sure that that had that particular judge is going to be promoted and given a a reward for this so let us not uh, delude ourselves into thinking that some independent regulator can can change all this because the independence of every single democratic institution has been compromised today consciously by the government of the day the government does not want the media to be independent hmm. the government does not want the in- anchors and journalists to have integrity you mentioned an anchor who said that my views are different but i am forced to say these things hmm. who forces that person it is a malik and who forces the malik it is the government of the day and therefore unless the people become aware of what is at stake what is at stake is democracy what is at stake is freedom of uh, the press what is at stake is communal harmony communal peace it's only because the nupur sharma episode became the crescendo mm. and brought bad name to the country itself mm. that the government had to act otherwise the government was not acting mm. there were so many instances when the media was being abused and misused the government kept quiet because as i said earlier it was profitable for the government and therefore there has to be more and more protest from the people themselves that would force the government to either act or when the time comes the government removed okay okay what we'll do here is that we'll take a short break and we'll come back and take your closing comments uh and sum up what uh, all we have discussed i think this has been a fairly fruitful discussion with a lot of solutions uh that have come in it's very very important for the media also to reflect on what it has done and maybe change itself back after a short break So welcome back you're watching the big fight we've had an extremely fruitful uh, discussion where uh, not a debate and not a big fight but uh, clearly in this case the big fight is against hate debates and hate for profit media just to sum up what all has been discussed let's quickly take closing comments shivam which will begin with you 
uh, absolutely, it is a very big fight we have here, the fight against hate speech, because in the name of free speech, people are getting away with hate speech. At the same time, we don't want censorship. It's a difficult problem to solve. My proposal is for an independent, autonomous regulator, which takes in all the uh, complaints, assesses them legally, a quasi-judicial body whose decisions can also be challenged thereafter. But I think we need to move towards solutions. We cannot keep saying that we have a problem here. These channels are not going to self-regulate. Yes, because self-regulation has failed. These channels do not have an incentive to dial down. This this Maulana Pandit nexus. And this fixed match has to end. Maulana Pandit anchor nexus. Maulana Pandit anchor nexus has to end. Anchor nexus. Okay. Desh Chatan Nigam, your closing comments. Yes, uh, Sanket, this reminds me that I did exactly the same program of Big Fight with Vikram Chandra about 3-4 years back. Mm -hmm. And at that point of time, the conclusion was self-regulation. The unanimous conclusion was self-regulation. And I said regulation is evolutionary. So we are now today talking about some kind of regulation by an independent authority. So we have moved, depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. Now, secondly... I don't think there is a consensus on what Shivam Vij is saying, though. No, no, but everybody seems to be talking of... As an actor, I don't know what my position is going to be. No, no, what I am saying, everybody is talking today of regulation, not self-regulation. That was Mm -hmm. the moot point that I am talking about. Now, secondly, let me tell you, the debate and discussions have to be about truth and logic. The two parameters, the spokesperson and everybody has to remember that it has to be based on finding out facts and truth and logical reasoning Hmm. that has to be there. This is the basic point which I tend to follow. Hmm. Now, for regulation, I feel there has to be first warning, then penalty. Without warning, you should not give any penalty because... Uh, because this is media and you have to give some kind of a respect to media. First, self-regulation through warning. If that doesn't work, then you go to the field of regulation. It's a combination okay. of self-regulation and regulation both. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. Majumdar, your closing comments. Um, I would uh, uh, say that we need a quasi-judicial body which has to be... Uh, there will be doubts. See, there will be allegations and there will be doubts uh, about any body. But let us have the body first. Let us... Uh, I mean, have a judicial oversight and a parliamentary oversight. Let everyone get involved and let this body be formed. Let it start functioning. And then as we go along, as the gentleman said, everything is evolutionary. As we go along, uh, you know, uh, uh, things can be corrected. Whatever are the flaws, these things can be corrected. But let us have the body. Self-regulation has not worked. It is time for an independent, autonomous regulator. Okay. Mr. Sudhin Kulkarni, your closing comments, sir. Regulation has not worked and regulation will not work under the present government. What will work is resistance, not regulation, but resistance. Who should resist? The biggest stakeholder in the media are the people. The media is for the people of India. And the people of India must affirm their commitment to peace, to communal harmony, to national unity and therefore, all those who believe in our, our country's secular fabric, they must resist. Mm. They must say no to these peddlers of poison on the mass media. Mm. The second stakeholder is, of course, the media itself. Mm. People like you, anchors, journalists. You are the media. 
and there are lots and lots of people in the in the in the media community in india who don't like what is happening but they're helpless mm. they must speak out the third important stakeholder are the the legal community let the legal community let the courts take action on some of the culprits send them to jail mm. and see what will happen it will be a deterrent punishment and there is one more stakeholder yeah and that is people in the political establishment mm. having been in the bjp for many many years i know that even people in the bjp do not like what is happening today they do not like the fact that the government is allowing this hate propaganda to go on they also must speak up the entire political establishment not just the bjp but everyone who is committed to constitutional values must speak up must resist mm. and therefore not regulation but resistance okay okay interesting uh, interesting point miss kota nilima the last word well i believe the solutions are empowering the audience that is something which uh, uh, our research keeps getting a lot of demand on what kind of research we are doing on issues on programs so i know audience are already empowered they are already on to the game sort of because for the last few years what has happened in terms of pushing the communalism the polarized increased polarization in their own ecosystem has exposed those people who have been communal agenda which includes both the political parties as well as the media that is number one the empowering which is continuous which is which is which is something which is happening as we speak the second important thing is i come from a, a print uh, media training where there was there were rules about how uh, communal issues were uh, uh, presented reported the communities were never named for instance so the the assumption was because that would lead to a response from the uh, from the audience from the readers because communication is always two way even if the audience is just consuming news it is also it also has a response lacks of people prime time debate watchers have a response and that response we are seeing on the ground in our extremely polarizing atmosphere right mm. now mm. but to change that is something which has started with the audience the media will lose credibility if it doesn't match this expectation of the uh, of the audience that media must have no masters all right thank you very much we've learned a lot i personally have learned a lot from what you have said let's just hope that there is some sort of an awakening because if it does not happen now if we don't uh, enter into self criticism and we are talking about the television media then who will and when will this nexus this uh, molana pandit and ashivam which says anchor nexus going to end it's about time it needs to end let us launch that big fight thank you very much good night and good bye